Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bats. Now. Here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner. For it must be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. And this Wednesday is super extra awesome because final whistle has blown. Timbers win 2-1. Go to the finals of the MLS is back tournament. Next Tuesday. And yeah, baby. <laughs> Do you get an extra little star next to the uh, other one if you win this? You I, are MLS champions. I mean, not really, because this is not the season. Like, they're saying that after this, they were going to try and do some sort of a rest of the regular season. What? So this is more of just like a midseason cup. What? Yeah. So, no. You're not going to get a star. You're not a champion. You you are a champion of the tournament if they win against Orlando or Minnesota. So but it's like no different than the U.S. Cup. That's kind of how I'm doing I call Bularkey on that one. Man, what a goal by Blanco. I know. The small guy gets a header. I love it. Tight angle. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was at uh, I was up at Satellite Tavern watching this game with a buddy before the show because, you know, we're big Timbers guys. And this guy sitting next to me was like, who would have thought the smallest guy on the field heads the ball in? And me and my buddy Ryan are both like 5'6", five, 5'8", five, and we were like, so? <laughs> what are you trying to say, bro? <laughs> what are you trying to say, man? He's trying to say that it's weird when short guys are good at sports. Easy on that. He's just saying it's weird. It's not Easy as bad on thing. that. Chuck Knobloch was great, and he's small. I don't know about great. <laughs> That's a very debatable word. Well, he was great with the yips, I'll tell you that. Yep. <laughs> I'll say maybe David Eckstein. Eckstein. Yeah, World, Seri- World Series MVP. Muggsy Bogues. Spud Webb. You know, Muggsy and Spud, you know, they were good, but, like, what do they really do? 
Spud won a dunk contest. Yeah, well, I know, but they were they were good for little guys everywhere. Sure, right? Sure. Jose Altuve is really short. He's a cheater, but he's short. Yeah, he doesn't count. Pedroia, he's an a hole though. Oh God! <laughs> Don't even remind me about that guy. Yeah, do you think we could get to a point where people just forget who Dustin Pedroia was? I feel like people already have. Yeah, well, well. So last week, uh, John was in. No one in Boston's going to forget him. Last week, John was in. And John, of course, brought his ceremonial opening day packs of cards, which you missed. so sad that I missed that. Uh, I got myself a shiny, glimmery Patrick Corbin, which was kind of Ooh. cool. Joe got Dustin Pedroia. <laughs> Not even an active player. No. He nope. got the Dustin Pedroia card. I mean, I guess Sadano Tops is still holding out hope that he might be on the roster. Did they already fill in his 2020 stat line of just zeros? <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have. Any other cool cards you guys get in those? What John get? Uh, I don't think any of us got great cards. I got. I've been really lucky over the years with those cards. Yeah, I want to say I got Scherzer and Strasburg. Ooh, yeah. What's up? What's up? Nice little one-two there. I yep. think I think my platinum Corbin card was the best card of the bunch okay. because it was platinum yeah. and shiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a special series where they were doing like really interesting highlight cards on pitchers. I think I have them in my backpack here. I'll pull them out. Uh, I got another one, too, that was a good picture in that sense. I also got some team cards, which I thought were stupid. Team cards? Stupid. And I traded the Pirates for J-Hap. Because <laughs> it was the only Yankee card, so. Can you take that team card to a casino and everyone gets COVID? So there's the glimmery Oh, that's Corbin. sexy. I uh, like that. And I got, uh, this is called Prominent Baseball Players. This is a Chris Paddock, and it's like an old school looking card. Oh, I like that, too. So it's the same idea. Yeah. But this one was... Was the it was tops chrome? Mm, great um, radio. Other than that, I didn't get a ton of great. I got Keston Hira, good young player on the okay. on the Brewers. On I the got Brewers, Chris yeah. with a K Davis, one of our favorites. Crush Davis, red hot Nick Castellanos. Uh, I I saw this guy today. I got the Blue Jays team card. As well, <laughs> I saw this guy the other day, and yeah, and and hold on, Southside swag. It was Tim Anderson and Eloy Jimenez celebrating a home run. September 11th against the Royals in the regular season. <laughs> nice. What a great card. Sweet. <laughs> Saw this guy the other day, and he had an A's jersey on. I was like, you an A's fan? He was like, yeah. I was like, you got you is, is that a player jersey? He's like, yeah. Crushed Davis. Walked away. I was like, oh, okay. 247 for life. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my lucky number is 247 too, dude. 24-7. <laughs> he was just like so mad at me. I was like all excited. Oh man, is that an A's jersey? You an A's fan? Yeah. <laughs> is that a player jersey? <laughs> Crush Davis. <laughs> Why did he act like that? I don't about know. It? I don't know. I was so excited to talk to him about Crush Davis too. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm good on this. I'm good on this. Did you guys have a good show last week? We did. It was fun. Uh, we got to talk about Joe so, Kelly, New American Hero. New American Hero, Joe Kelly. I'm uh, so sad I got to miss it. Yeah, we got to talk about the Mariners. Uh, we talked about the COVID issues that were going on. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's more, so hold up, because we'll talk some more today. There's more but less at the same time. <laughs> and uh, we talked about Fernando Rodney, who is returning to Major League Baseball. Yes! On the Houston Chiefs. I didn't Rose. even know that! Yeah, he's coming back. Well, you know, the wife beaters hurt, so... They got to have somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a good show. And we opened the baseball cards, which was a ton of fun as well. <sighs> and my favorite part. Uh, John and I talked about our virtual baseball because I've been playing MLB The Show again. Uh, and we I spent see, a little I short see, segment discussing the fun of the game. Is John playing fantasy baseball? Probably, yeah. Got some gripes in fantasy baseball right now. I don't. 
<laughs> I'm in first by like a long shot early on. Damn Cardinals and their damn casino trips. <laughs> only got like the third. They said it wasn't a casino. Only got like the third best pitcher in the game who hasn't pitched in 10 days. Don't worry. I got one of their other guys who was instantly out with Tommy John surgery and yeah. Michaelis. Yeah, yeah. I also have Dakota Hudson, so I'm just... Well, he kind of sucks, right? <laughs> you kind of suck. <laughs> no, I'm in first. Oh, Kalee Dunkley, we got a loaded show for you guys today. Lots of baseball to get to, and I'm pretty excited to have a full-on baseball show. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk a little Blazers because I got some opinions on that. Uh, maybe we'll get into some other stuff, but I think we're solid on the baseball sketch today, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Baseball is back, and I think it's going to stay. <sighs> Wow. I really do. You're a little more positive than I am. I mean, it's we talked about this last week. How fortunate that this happened in the very first weekend when less and less teams would have been affected. Imagine if the Marlins tested positive today. How many teams would they have already played? Oh, yeah. Fair. Three, four. How many teams would they have played, have played? Sorry, first place Marlins. Yes. Um, five and one now uh, after beating the Orioles two games in a row. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Uh, um, he's clapping in the hallway. But there is a ton of stuff I want to get to. I'd love to do fair or foul at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour. I'd love to bring that back. Joe's shaking his head, but I'm going to tell him to do his job. Uh, what else? I'd like to chat a little bit about some just, not a fantasy thing per se, but just some guys that have stood out to us over the last week. Because I think there are some people that are absolutely killing what we call the game of baseball. And I would like to kind of touch on some of those guys. So a little bit more of like a hot and cold versus a fantasy scramble? Yeah, yeah, Our old yeah. old school... Uh, we are too lazy to do eight segments, so we're going to do this as an easy segment. So totally, totally. Hence Plus, why you're also making me do a fair Yeah, yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but here hey, we there, go. He just yeah. came back from a rafting trip, And man. there he's, are, like, stats. He's tired. You know, <laughs> actual games have been played, so I can do some trickery with uh, some of the numbers. Totally, yes. totally, totally, just rock it. Plus, I mean, I mean we got to get into Yoannis Cespedes. Oh. The gift that just keeps on giving. Is it him or the Mets? both yeah. we can do it all we can do it all so we got all that to get to and more we'll do all that uh you can follow us on social media mike's on twitter at mike lynch 27 you can find me on instagram at pdd085 you can find our producer the fantastic mr joe fisher on twitter as well that's joe fish three f-i-s-c-h you can also uh text in the fan text line at 503-250-1080 right is that it yes yeah okay 503 250 all right, it's been a while. I used to have a cheat sheet around here, but it's been a while. Uh, and then, it's been one week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can text in on that, and you can hang out with us. Uh, if we like it, we read them on the air. Also, the Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4 p.m.-ish. What are we doing? We don't know. We don't know. Do we ever know? I did have some awesome Krispies over the weekend, mm. though, so we can and get And I it. am refrigerating one of our Hypebox BBA stouts. Oh, man, here we go. At the moment. Here we go. Is that it? Did I cover everything? I think so, right? We good? Yeah, we good. All right. Oh yeah, we didn't really announce this on the baseball show, but we're making a beer with Barrelick. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we are. We're making a beer with Barrelick. Hopefully, be out at the end of August. I think we got more details about it in a text. I don't know if you saw the text. I did. Yeah, uh, because my trip has been confirmed. We now know when I'll be back. So basically, last week of August. I'll be back. Last week of August is when you can expect to see. I'll be back. Beer of the week. Sorry, I've been watching The Office again. Really, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I'll I be back. I couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, late August, we'll be releasing Beer of the Week, a West Coast IPA with Strata Mosaic and Simcoe, and we are through the moon excited about Sounds it. Sounds delicious. I can't wait to get my hands on it. That's what she said. All right, we'll be back. This is Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan.
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 717 here. This is Portland Sports Leader. We are live from the poop field, Willamette. Timbers in the MLS Cup is back. MLS's back tournament in the finals. I can't speak. MLS's tournament cup back. Yep, they're Timbers. there. Yep, they're there. Final, yes. Yes. The beginning of the game was really cool. Did you see the sunset going on in Orlando? No. Ooh. Holy goodness, it was beautiful. Probably the best thing I've seen out of Florida in the 35 years I've been alive. <laughs> Some of those U teams were really good, too. That though. A-Rod guy was pretty good, too. Well, yeah, he's from Florida. Yeah. Cheater. Um, Dontrell Willis, anybody? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> the D-Train. Great leg kick. All aboard the D-Train. That's what she said. Um, so we'll give you a little COVID update. I guess that's where we need to be. I don't even know where to go because, like, I've been watching baseball for two weeks, but I wasn't here last week, so I'm kind of like, rocking my brain like what do we got to get to what do i got to talk to oh they probably talked about everything last week yeah wah, wah. well let's sum this up the marlins had uh plenty of time off to take both games against the orioles excuse today, me so. first place marlins yeah yes that I is make true sure everybody knows that now, true statement four and one what five the marlins <laughs> marlins are four and one yeah, yeah they yeah. i think they yeah they've only played like five games yep. right you've seen that there's that uh that uh, that meme that's uh, what's his name from Always Sunny in Philadelphia when he has the cigarette in his hand he's like pointing to the crazy board oh, Charlie and it's yeah. me trying to explain to my non-American friends why the Marlins are in first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do they only have five games played? Oh, 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 what it was it was the it was the National League East. How to explain the National League East standings? Oh, because right. the Braves are like because the Braves eight, were Braves technically... are eight and four. Yeah, but the second place team, the Phillies, are four and four. Well, what happened? Or the third was, place is Phillies at four and four, and the Marlins are in first at four and one. Well, so what had happened yesterday? It's probably changed now. So the Braves technically were up by like two games on the Marlins because they had eight wins. Marlins only had two, right? Right. So that's a six difference or whatever it was. Maybe it was seven to two. And then losses wise, the Marlins had three less. So they were technically in second, but they had a better winning percentage. So it's a very confusing standings to look at. The Marlins are four and one. With About a, to be five and one with an eight hundred win percentage. Atlanta's eight and five at six fifteen. So the Marlins are truly in first now. Truly in first. The Nats are four and five. The Mets are five and eight. Okay, this is where math doesn't make sense. And the Phillies are two and four. <laughs> it's gonna be weird. They're on a one game losing streak. They're two out of two and four in their last ten games. And if. The- <laughs> If this doesn't speak to how terrible the Orioles all are when they're not giving up 10 runs a game, they're losing one to zero to the Marlins and now about to lose two. Oh, no, it went final two to one. Yeah. So, you know, giving it's up the, one run and then two runs and they still can't win. Well, and especially because you're playing against replacement players because the Marlins had half of their active roster go down with COVID. Some of them have come back, apparently. Well, and the Orioles active roster is just basically replacement players anyways. So, Although um, the... Oh god, I lost my train of thought. Oh my god. Oh, the ah. players, the players, ah. in, the players, loud noises. The players in the Marlins lineup are less strange than you would expect, right? We went through this yesterday when when they were playing. It was like, who the hell are the Marlins even? Like, who are they bringing up, right? And just this, the next World Series champions in 2025, all got, future Yankees. Don't you know that they've got Jonathan Villar. Ooh, I'm going to put a Mariner Former game Oriole. They have Corey game. Dickerson. Oh, what's up? They have Jesus Aguilar. They have Logan Forsythe. They have Matt Joyce. They have Ryan LaVarnway, the catcher who used to be on the Red Sox. 
I mean, they've actually like they found some players. <laughs> like they actually found some guys they who were somewhat act- actual baseball players. So, Dustin Pedroia at second base. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Marlins are now five and one. How about that? Look at that. <laughs> hey, Joe. At least you beat the Red Sox two out of three. Thank yeah, you. I'll take that. Hey, I got two of your relievers on my fantasy team. I'm sorry. I would get rid of them immediately. Well, I mean, they might. They both might get saves. Yeah, okay. How many saves in their 21 season are they going to get? I don't know, man. They're kind of hot right now. <laughs> hey, at least they're not going to lose 100 games. Dude, they're 5-5. Five and five. They're in second place. 5-6. Five and six. Yeah. They just lost. Okay, well, they're still in second place. How That's many, baseball, baby. How many games back of the 9-2 uh, and two Yankees? Oh, no, stop. Three and a half. Four, yeah. If I'm watching Blazer games, they can catch up any day. <laughs> Sorry, the Yankees are not the Grizzlies. <laughs> They're not going to lose every game. Yanks aren't even the best team in the American League. No, that would be uh, your new enemy. <laughs> That'd be the Twinkies. The Minnesota Th- there's Twins. There's nothing new about hating the Twinkies. Well, now they just hit and hit and yeah. hit uh, and hit yeah. and hit. Yeah, until they run into, you know, like Shane Bieber. Well, yeah. True. yeah. Bieber's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to him later. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Cubbies at 9-2. and two. It's kind of exciting. How about that? They haven't even played that well. Like their bullpen is a disaster, and they're still nine and two. Yeah, they've won five in a row. You know, Craig Kimbrell already like lost the closer job there. Well, yeah. I He's mean, I was really just, bad. I listen to Buster Olney's podcast every morning, and <clears throat> he was talking with somebody. I don't remember who they were talking to this morning, and they were like, "I think Kimbrell's done." Like done. You think so? Well, they were I kinda, was reading. He was saying his mechanics are all off. Well, they were but. just kind of talking about how the old like there is no like old school closer these days. You know, like Jansen's kind of fell off a little bit. Chapman's dealing with COVID. Kimbrell's done. You know, they didn't mention guys like Kirby Yates or Brad Hand. You know, those guys are kind of your old traditional. They were like, we don't know when we're going to see the next, like, Mo or Trevor Hoffman or, you know, guys that hold that down. Or for Chapman. A, I mean, Chapman yeah, was that guy. Yeah, guys that hold that down for a long time. He still could be that guy. He's going to be back. Chapman could still be that like guy. Like this weekend, I think. Yeah, but I like Iglesias in Cincinnati. You know, I think he's solid. and Yeah. As I said, Yates. But the the biggest example was Sugar Diaz. Who sucks. Who sucks. He's so bad. Sucks. Like, I can't play baseball if my life depended on it, and he sucks. I I will say. Like, over- I try really hard not to just bash a guy and be like, you're terrible. That guy sucks. It's really nice that we just spent seven minutes bouncing around little baseball notes that have happened this week. Because baseball's back. Yeah, like baby. I, just, I, I had this thought as you were saying he sucks. I was like, oh, my God, we've already just we've just kind of been bouncing around, right, talking baseball. And I'm like, that's because baseball's on every day. And that's because it's back. And I know I talked about constantly how I didn't want a, uh, a shortened season. But now that it's on, just let's go. I don't care that there's seven inning doubleheaders. I don't, I don't care, care that the extra inning rule has changed, mm-hmm. even though I don't like it. I don't I kinda, care. I kind of care about that. Um, whatever. Just try whatever you want this season. I'm just glad that there's baseball to watch. Who doesn't like a good rubby action? I don't know if he's in the league or not anymore, but... Um, I could switch over to the Arizona game. That was on. I was looking at Malik Smith, who's I, two for 24. I doubt he's still in Arizona. You remember when the Mariners signed Malik Smith and we were like, ooh, nice pickup. Did we say that? I th- I think we tried to. <laughs> I probably had to go to like a commercial break or very, something. Very scrappy guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's also nice that my team is playing well. So that's nice. Yeah, you guys hit the ball. And pitch, minus Jay Happ. I wish my team could hit the ball. Yeah, your team can't hit, but you guys can pitch. That's the thing. You got, like, the best young pitcher in baseball and, like, maybe now a top two or three guy in the whole league. It's pretty crazy. We have the best Roto in all of baseball. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably. 
I'm not saying, I, I like to mock me. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't look right in front of me, but yeah. They're really like, the rotation. spiders aren't any good, so we can't give them full credit that their rotation is the bomb bomb, the bomb bomb bomb. Oh, my God. Another random note. Did you see Dustin May's 99-mile-an-hour slider? Slider. <laughs> what a on sinker earth? it was a sinker sorry what on earth yeah what are you doing dude it was going to the outside corner and almost hit machado in the hip and he swung through it yeah i was watching this thing they were showing like uh they were showing uh kevin brown kevin brown had a not nasty nasty sinker and they were showing his stuff <clears throat> and it was just filthy it was his best pitch but he topped out at like 92 93 and dustin may's over here like Hold six of my beers. Ew. <laughs> that is disgusting. Did you just look it up? Yeah, you, you, it's on Pitching Ninja was the one who shared it. Yeah, oh, my. It just, it what just are you supposed like to do? is gone. What are you supposed to do? Big red, baby. I, I probably wouldn't swing at it. I would probably watch it just to watch it. You know what I mean? Nobody follows. Okay, just me. Well, I think. <laughs> Got it. Well, I don't, you don't think it, you don't know it's coming. Like, <laughs> yeah. you think it's a fastball like, on the oh, corner. Okay. I don't Why think you, you can it? have, yeah, think You don't like watching quick. fastballs on the corner? <laughs> this no. slider's about to be nasty on its way. No wonder, <laughs> no wonder I couldn't hit for S. Ooh, what big, a great, great painted pitch, pitcher! Strike three, great painted pitch. That looked like it was on the outside catcher. You framed that? Nice, nice. nice. Well, I'm gonna go back to dugout. See you in two more innings. Nice, nice. <laughs> That's ball four, right? Okay, I'm going first. Okay, okay, okay. Well, enough teasing around. Let's do a COVID update coming up. We'll touch on the Cardinals. We'll see the aftermath of the Marlins as we kind of touched on that. And just where do we see the rest of the season going? Can the season keep going despite what we've seen so far? We'll do all that next. But first, there's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Coming up in 15 minutes, we'll dive into some hot guys. Really? Some just Zach looking kind of hot. And Excuse me, he looks really hot. Ryan Reynolds and I don't think either of them are hot. Okay, well then you pick one. I'm just and they're going to do him first. I'm going to go with Ewan McGregor. He's already on top of him when he's going down. He's got the high ground. He's not wrong. Your obsession with Ewan McGregor the last month is getting to really scary levels to me. No way, man. He's Jesus. He's got the robe. He's got the hair. He's I mean, it's just like... It reminds me of, like, on last week tonight, John Oliver <laughs> has this weird obsession with Adam Driver. Oh, I love Adam Driver, too. <laughs> Adam Driver is great. Yeah. And the things he says on his show about Adam Driver, he's like, choke me, you big, burly, long-haired man. <laughs> just like stuff like... like is Who this says this? John, John Oliver. Oliver. Oh, I love him. He'll just go on like a minute rant about he's Adam so Driver. Good. He's like... Is With this, his accent, probably yeah. sounds even is this better. borderline sexual harassment? Maybe. Come do something about it. <laughs> Dude, it is, it's one of his best bits right now. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's so, great. So, yes, you're, you're you're getting to that territory here. You I will take Ewan McGregor and Adam Driver. I will take those guys. I like those guys. We a got lot. a text that said there's a guy that broke down Dustin May's pitch and said it was a weird camera lens effect, and it made it look like it broke two extra feet. No, no, it wasn't. It was nasty. It was disgusting. I don't so. know if I want to believe that. Yeah, I, I'm not going to. When I see stuff like that, I'm going to just believe that it's a, the real thing. Choke me, Dustin. <laughs> when I see stuff like that. And the tangle, world is flat. Tangle your red curls around my neck and pull. <laughs> wow. That's the kind of stuff that John Oliver that is, does. I'm not kidding. I, I, 
I love it because that is Dustin May's hair, but also great job <laughs> off the cuff. Like, man, that got me. Bravo. He does have some good hair on him. That is a good mane of red locks on there. It's a lot of hair. It's a lot red. of hair. Okay. Well, to His up- facial hair could use some work. <laughs> he doesn't really need facial hair when he's got hair like that, but you know, it could use some work. It's a little chin strappy. I went me. to go pick him up in our fantasy league and I saw that uh, Lord Farquhar who's at the bottom got him. And I was like, yeah, you probably need him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my team's loaded. You're good. If they can pitch. I was going to say, you got a lot of pitchers. Two of them currently aren't pitching. One even had the little check mark next to his box today. He was like, he's going to start today. And I was like, I haven't seen anybody start for the Cardinals in a while, let alone have the little check box. And I was like, maybe they're going to play today. No. no. That's been postponed. That whole series is postponed. Yeah, no. So the Cardinals are the recent team to be under hot water as they're, what, at 13 people now? That have tested positive? Yes, six players and seven staff, I believe it was, or vice versa. Including future Hall of Famer Yadier Molina. Uh, Yep, Yadier's on there. Uh, Paul DeYoung was on there. Carlos Martinez was on there. Uh, Otherwise, it was names that I hadn't really heard of, but those were the three big names. Yeah, so that shuts down their series. Um, They were supposed to play the the Tigers, and who are they supposed to play today? I was just looking at it. It was a four-game series. Oh, so just that series is over. Yeah, they, they lost the Brewers series. Over the weekend. That's what I was thinking of. So and they, then Tigers this week. And then Tigers this week. So they're out on that. Everybody's got to, you know, show two negatives in a row to be able to play again. Yep. I'm curious what we learn from the Marlins situation. Is this going to be like a little more easier to handle from a fan perspective in the sense of like, okay, now we know what they do. We know these next two series are going to be over. And does the other team feel a little better knowing, okay, so we're not going to play. How does this, do we feel, obviously we don't feel good that another team has tested positive, but do we feel the process is a little better now? Yeah. I mean, I think it has to be the MLB left a lot of their, um, their guidelines vague in terms of how they dealt with COVID. Shocker. I think some of it was intentional because they were just trying to get the deal together. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and now they've gone down and, and been way more specific in some of the guidelines, and they've changed a lot of guidelines because of this. So, yeah, I mean, I, I as a fan feel better about it. I also, we saw the news today, zero positive tests across all teams today. Um, I think that it was such a wake-up call, not just to the MLB, but to all the teams, mm-hmm. right? This is literally the third, the second day of the season. Yep. And the Marlins had four positive tests, and they decided to play. Stupid. Cannot believe it happened, but they did. Luckily, the Phillies didn't really get infected by it. They had four tests total positive, and I think that there was some talk that it might not have been connected at all. And and it seems like some of those even were false negatives. Uh, false positives. You false mean? positives, yeah, yeah. it's possible. Ooh, a false negative. <laughs> Scary. Dangerous. Um, so I, I'm not really sure if that's the case. or I mean, it feels like they probably would have spread it a little bit. Right? right, if the if the Phillies did get a couple of, I'm positives. just worried about your boy Didi at short, man. Oh, I know he's wearing a mask all games, so I think yeah, he'll be know. okay. He's but, looking um, good though; he looks good. I like I, I miss mask. him. I miss him a lot. Um, so you saw you you saw what the Marlins did wrong, right? And I think instantly teams probably internally were like, okay, like we've been a little bit lax, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're in the clubhouse, we're testing, although only every other day in baseball, so you know they're not getting constantly tested like in the other sports. Um, we're probably safe around each other, which was obviously idiotic, right? right? So they saw that, and I think you even heard some teams say, like, we got to be better. Some managers were like, look, 
We haven't been perfect. We got to be better. You heard some stuff like Dave Ross, apparently what the Cubs is doing a phenomenal job about mm-hmm. enforcing it or the Cubs in general are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was a bit <clears> of a wake up call of like, we better button this S up. And then the Cardinals having it happen was even more of that. It's like the rumors, the Cardinals went to a casino. It's like, what are you guys doing? Right. Right. Like, the Marlins at the bar, same sort of thing right, in Atlanta strip club or something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And now they've actually made it so that if you're in a hotel, you can't leave your hotel. How do you transfer COVID at a strip club? You can't touch the dancers. Well, you're in a closed uh, space. Not not quite sure that's how I it know, works. I know, I know, I'm joking. I, I thought you guys were going to laugh, but... Some places you can touch the dancers. Here I am, just out on a limb by myself. You know, Patrick, not all jokes can be winners. I've had to learn that the hard way. You know, I used to tell dad jokes, but he never laughs. <laughs> Patrick... Damn it. <laughs> now you're just like, <laughs> you want the awkward silence now. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Well, I think, I think you were touching on this. I think, I think it's a good point. I think this is a massive wake-up call. And I thought it was interesting because you look at, you look, we look at organizations in sports all the time. Whether it's the NFL, you're like the Chiefs, classy organization. Steelers, classy organization. Browns, S-show. You know, we kind of do that Jaguars, in baseball. S-show. You kind of do that in baseball, too. You're like, Yankees, quality people, you know. Dodgers, quality people. Cardinals, quality... What? <laughs> and I think a lot of this... I, I, I think the Marlins one, and especially now the Cardinals one, is a big wake-up call to the players. I think players are probably starting to see it. I also think, and you, when you mentioned, when you said David Ross, I think the manager of the club is so big right now like i would be as as a cleveland spiders fan i would be shocked if our if we had a big outbreak because of going out now if it was you played a team or it was a a a dirty hotel or a bad airplane sure but i think guys like terry francona i think guys like aaron boone david ross brandon hyde who who (laughs) Uh, Joe Madden, you know, I think like some of those, I mean, you know, I think, you know, I think, uh, Scott service in Seattle and Bob Melvin, I think those are the kind of guys that are probably looking at their players and they're like, look, Scott service is a wet blanket. (laughs) Look, MFers, you do this and you will destroy us. And then I will destroy you. No, Scott service looks at them and goes, Hey guys, might be important to wear masks, but I'm not going to force it on you. Man up. You guys want to come out? You've been hanging around big John for too long. Well, but, you he, know, he would know. <laughs> but I think, but I think, it, I think if Matheny is still in St. Louis, I bet you that doesn't happen. If because yeah, well, he was a hardo. <laughs> if, but that's what I mean. But I think there's a level of respect, and I think you're going to see a lot of these organizations that do well in this situation, like the Astros with Dusty Baker. I don't think Baker's going to like let guys get away with that stuff. He's wearing gloves himself. I will say this: there, there's one thing that I will. Well, two things. Leadership is what I'm getting at. Two things from what you said. One. The Cardinal, the Marlins fit, right? You're like, oh, of course it was the Marlins who had the COVID outbreak, right? Florida team, constantly in disarray. Big time losers. Switching guys left and right. Then the Cardinals get it, and you're like, this is like the classic franchise in baseball, right? One of the three biggest classic teams. And they got it, and they weren't following all the rules. And you think about the players on the team, and you're like, they got a lot of guys you would think would be like really close about following the rules. I mean, Molina's a first ballot Hall of Famer, maybe the greatest catcher of yeah, all time. I, mean, I think like Paul Goldschmidt would probably be good about exactly. like, enforcing those. Exactly. Um, so that was big. That was a big surprise. 
The other thing, though, about what you're saying about the coaches, leadership is one thing, but there is also on the on the other side of it, the conflicting part of it is old school might not think this is quite as serious as it is, right? How many of the people that you've seen in your life come out against mask wearing or come out against COVID being real boomers. have been an older generation? Boomers. Right. So you're thinking about sooner boomers. So you're thinking about managers in that age group. Maybe are just like I think of Terry Francona, for example, right? Mm. Great leader in the clubhouse, but also had chicken and beer, chicken and beer and video, video games. games. Uh, also still does massive quantities of chew, even though you're not really supposed to. And you're not supposed to spit. Still been to three World Series. Um, two of them should have won a third. Right. He's an incredible manager, but. I view Terry Francona as a guy who might be a little bit more lax about the rules. Mm, interesting. Because he's always kind of been a little bit more of a hands-off, like... He's a little more player-esque. Players run the clubhouse sure. kind of thing. Sure, And, you know, I'm sure the players feel invincible. I think the the thing that has to be really enforced here or re- reminded to the players and the fans is the NBA and NHL and, and the bubble sports are testing daily. The MLB is testing every other day. And we don't know enough about the virus to say that every other day makes sense, right? If you're testing every day, first of all, you you might not test positive if you have it, right? Because it's not fully – I think that's what I heard is that if it's, like, incubating, you don't necessarily test positive right away. Right. So if you're testing every other day, you have to be even more vigilant. You're not getting the constant negative test to say, oh, I'm safe, oh, I'm good, like in the NBA. In the bubble, I feel like they can kind of do whatever they want. Now, they're still wearing masks and they're still doing smart things, but – they're all in the bubble. They're not leaving. They're all testing negative. They've tested negative since the start. Like, you're going to be a little bit more lax, right? You see them celebrate on the side of the court, and they're hugging, and they're fist bumping, and everyone's like, wow, really good social distancing. And I'm like, yeah, but they are in a bubble and have all tested negative today, right? Like, literally the day that they're playing, yeah. they tested negative. In baseball, it's every other day. And you're playing every day. And you're traveling. And you're traveling. But that's why I wonder, like, should we just have done the bubble? I don't think the bubble would have been feasible in baseball. There's too many players. Um on each team, 30 active rosters. If you do multiple bubbles, the cost is going to skyrocket, right? Yeah, so I, we all know I, don't, baseball, I don't know if it was feasible. We but, all know baseball loves making money and not spending money. I don't know if it was feasible. But, yes, I wish we had done a bubble. That would have made more sense. But because it's every other day testing, you got to just be on it. Yeah. you got to be wearing masks. I think, and they're not going to do this. I think they should do this. I think the MLB should mandate mask wearing. For sure. Um, maybe not on the field. But in, I have to do it at my job. If you're in the dugout, you should be wearing a mask. And now they, they've changed it so that it's pre and post game. You <clears> have to wear a mask. Whereas before it was literally just kind of like once you're in the clubhouse, you're okay. But I think in the dugout, you should wear a mask. I think in the bullpen, you should wear a mask. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine they would mandate it on the field, but you're seeing plenty of players play with it and be fine. So it's like maybe just mandate it because you're traveling and you're not testing every day. So make the best thing we know we can do. And it is faulty in some ways, and some people are saying it doesn't effectively stop it as as fully as we think, and other people say it's perfect because, again, we don't really know, is just wear the mask. There was a couple things that I saw over the last week, though, that uh, two different managers, and I think one was like the batting coach for the Cubs, where he was doing an interview with the headset, right? And he coughed mid-interview. And he pulled down he his pull- mask. It's the Dodgers coach. Yeah, okay, it was the Dodgers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He pulled his mask off to cough. And it was like, <laughs> no, that's that's not what you're supposed cough to do. in the mask. And then Dusty Baker is uh, just like a ha- old. Dude, he is almost wearing a hazmat suit out there. He's got the mask and the gloves. I'm watching the Astros game last week, and he pulls it down and <laughs> spits out some tobacco. <laughs> I'm like, 
That was one of the explicit rules. No Terry, spitting. Like. I know Terry Francona is out right now with some gastrointestinal issues. Like he hasn't managed the last three games. He's back in Cleveland while they're in Cincinnati. Like doctors are checking on him. It's like, oh, he's wearing a mask, so he's probably swallowing all of his chew spit. No wonder his stomach <laughs> hates his life right now. Yeah, I'm at work wearing a mask the other day, and I and I like had two sneezes in a row, and I like turn you know and go into into my elbow. And covered him like, oh my God, germs everywhere. And this guy standing there was like, no, man, you have a mask on. I was like, oh, right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He's like, well, I mean, wash your hands. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. But he's like, we're good, man. I'm not worried. <laughs> I was like, he's dead right. now. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Test positive for COVID today. <laughs> and now I have it because I handled this debit card, <laughs> not because I just sneezed everywhere. All right, when we come back, I do want to touch on some people that are hot right now. And I decided I want to start this little fun thing. I'm going to read you the stats of the core three perpetrators of the Houston Astros. Oh, I love doing this. And we'll do that every week just to keep up, see how these guys are doing this year. See how it's going. going very well so far. It's not going well so far for a little sneak peek. We'll do all that next. This is the hot corner. Easier to know than guess. 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. DJ LeMahieu, 3 of 7 today. 3 for 3 in the first game, so didn't oh. hit the second game. All right. Well, either way. I'm glad well, they were facing Aaron Nola. So. I'm glad to see he's hitting. He's very good. He is very good. He's still good. He's still the machine. What? What were the Rockies thinking letting him go? No clue. What was everybody thinking not signing him? How did the Yankees get him for like two years, 20 um, mil? Excuse me, first place Colorado Rockies? Yeah, they're playing great. They're playing great. Apparently Kyle Freeland's good again. Mm. He's in the minors in my virtual Colorado Rockies season because well, he yeah, sucks. Because he sucks. <laughs> uh, before we get to guys that are good, let's stick with guys that suck. I traded for Max Freed yesterday, though. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. He's in the minors for the Braves because he was. it's still 19 when I'm yeah. playing. He's a 74 and he's like at an A potential. And I was like, I was just scrolling through teams and like putting trades in. And they're like, I was like, Max Freed. And they were like, we'll take your B potential 69 in the minors. I was like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Sure. Yep. I've got a Kingham from the Pirates as well as a triple mm. A pitcher. There you go. I traded for Chris Archer. <laughs> he's been really good. By the way, RIP Mike Soroka. Oof. Oh my God. That World Series pick ain't looking so good right Popped now. World, Whoopsies. World Series tendon. Popped Achilles tendon. Whoopsies. Oh, my God. I know. I picked him to go to the World Series. I'll take the heat on that one. Uh, before we get to the good news, let's get to the fun news. Well, Fulton Avich back to the minor. <laughs> Adios. Felix, you sure you don't want to come back? Uh, let's see. Jose Altuve in 11 games, 45 at-bats, somehow has eight runs, seven hits, a double. Two home runs, six RBIs. His average is 156. Mm. His on base is 269. Mm. His slugging is 311, which rounds him out at an OPS at 580. I'm doing the gif of the guy leaning back in his chair. <sighs> yeah. Like with pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, George Springer, who just went deep yep. uh, in this Arizona game. So before this, uh, he's got three runs, seven hits, a double, two home runs, 10 RBIs. Seven walks, 11 strikeouts, batting 179, 320 on base percentage, 359 slugging for a 679. He was hitting just last week when we talked about this because we brought up these stats yeah. with John. 
048. So he's hitting hot. He's back up to 179. Uh, Bregman, 222 with an on-base of 327. That's gone up, too. Him and Altuve were both hitting like 140 at the same time. Actually, Correa's hitting pretty well. Correa's hitting well. Yeah, he's batting 395. He's got an OPS of 1147. Uh, And then in the most Michael Brantley stats of all time, he's batting 438 with a 514 on-base percentage, a 656 slugging because he's got one home run and six RBIs. (laughs) How many doubles? That's how Uh, much doubles. Four doubles. 14 hits. He's 14 of 32 with eight runs. And a lot of singles. One home runs, six RBIs. A lot of singles. I love Michael Brantley. Uh, outside of that, anybody stand out to you, Michael, Here over the last seven days? <laughs> I was trying to do this before we got to him. But oh, okay. The answer is yes, Aaron Judge. Uh, Judge is straight raking it right now in stupid, stupid, stupid fashion. He's yeah, he hit He's got seven dingers in, in his last seven, seven games. games. He or seven days. Seven dingers it was in his a last double header today. So I'm maybe. not counting today's games. Okay. Well, because he hit the seven today. So he had six home runs in six games, if you're not counting today's games. Because mm-hmm. he had six and five and then didn't Oh, I hit guess one this yesterday. is I think this is showing today's game. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes. It's seven home runs in ten games, and that's tied for the most in that span for a Yankee. Tied with It's an A bomb from A Rod. That's my guy right there. Yep. Uh, he's been just mashing. And for whatever reason, they're still pitching to him. Well, it's, and like, what was weird. it? Like four days ago, five days ago? I don't think I'd left for my trip yet. Uh, he had two home runs against the Red Sox. Both were giving the Yankees the lead. Yes, that second one was absolutely crushed. Yeah, my favorite part. Deep left field. Like, that's one of those where I saw a judge, like, cock back to swing, and you're like, uh-oh. Yep, it's the Albert Pujols <laughs> one. Yep, the Pujols movie. Uh-oh. The the best part about this is because of the no crowd, you're getting way more of the pitcher reactions, not just the facial reactions, but the sound reactions. Yep. And both Red Sox pitchers in the two nights that it happened where he hit, uh, or maybe one of them was the Orioles game, just screamed the F word out of the top of their lungs. <laughs> and, like, you can see, if you watch the map, the one Matt Barnes gave up, he hung a changeup or a, a curveball. He was trying to he was trying to get a curveball in the dirt, and he just hung it. And that was the one you're talking about, where it's just <clears> like, uh oh. The second it leaves his hand, he turns his head to the side and just is like, ah, as it's going out. And you're like, <laughs> I want to give a nice little shout out. I to- love picture reaction. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. I want to give another shout out to Nick Castellanos uh, of the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, this man's killing it too. He's got five home runs in the last seven days. Nine RBIs. Uh, Cincinnati hasn't been hitting well. They're playing the Spiders right now, so I've been watching them. They're not quite on it like we thought they would, but they also kind of ran up against good pitching. Yeah, so it's like RBIs aren't great, but he is the engine that is running that Reds team right now. Leads the league in OPS. Yeah, like he is the front runner of the National League MVP right now. It's not even close. Um, We've seen guys like Yelich, who's had a terrible start. Bellinger hasn't been terrible, but hasn't been great. Uh, Castellanos, I, I heard an interview with their G with the Reds GM and he was just like, we met with Castellanos and Mustakas at the same time. Cause they're both Scott Boris guys. And he was just like, we need a guy. And they took him and everyone in the Cubs last well, year was Moustakas like, too, right? yeah, yeah. And that, what, well, they, <clears throat> they were just interviewing them at the same time. Cause they have the same agent and that's when they got him. And everybody in the Cubs organization last year was just saying that Castellanos is just a guy. 
Like, you want him on your team. He's got an edge. And he was just, like, dying in Detroit and just mm-hmm. needed to be on a different yep. team. and just doing nothing. How about Nelly Cruz, who never ages? Some of that has to do with steroids in the past, I imagine, but I know and he's not doing And maybe currently. It maybe. Uh, he's incredible, and he's 40, or, like, 41. What? Up until today, he was leading the league in RBIs. Yeah. He's just insane. And a little Northwest love, Kyle Lewis is good. Kyle Lewis is good. He's very good. Kyle Lewis is Good. I did a little segment on him on MLE Central this morning. I was watching. Mark DeRosa was breaking down his swing. It was uh, it's very nice to see, uh, finally, a young person the Mariners had come up and actually be good. Did they get him for Robbie Cano and Sugar Diaz? No, I think he was always. He's a homegrown? I think he was always on the M's. They got Kalenic from the Mets for okay. right there. <clears throat> and then I want to switch over to the mound real quick. Uh, Without a doubt, Shane Bieber's the best pitcher in the American League. I think everybody knows that going into the season. We don't need to sit here and wax on him. Um, so, I mean, he's got 30-plus strikeouts in his first three games, something like that, in his last two starts. 35. His last two starts are quality starts, one one five ERA, 21Ks. Bieber's on another level right now. He's really fun to watch. I know Cleveland is not a sexy team to watch, and I'm not saying that because that's my team. But if Bieber's on the mound, that is much must-watch baseball. The other one that's really interesting, another pitcher that's really hot outside of my favorite pitcher in baseball and Jacob DeGrom, who is pitching well and went longer the other day, Sonny Gray. Yeah. Sonny Gray. We, I Got think, out. We, we talk, we've talked about this. I think we all kind of knew left the once pinstripes, he left the pressure, he would be good. Once he left the pinstripes, he'd be good. And he is great for Cincinnati, locking down that rotation. And if him and Trevor Bauer... With Iglesias on the back end, that's a scary staff. Don't forget Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo as well. That's a scary staff. That's why people picked the Reds as a sneaky World Series team this year for the good value that they had. Uh, adding Castellanos and Moustakis obviously helped that as well. Another year of Senzel, uh, or Senzel, however you say his name, uh, who, who came up last year off the off the IL. And they got a ton of guys. That's why a lot of people picked them to be good. A couple other pitchers quickly. Uh, one is a, is a slight... Uh, personal choice because I drafted him in fantasy because I think he's really good as Herman Marquez's dynamite. Uh, and then Lance Lynn has yeah. a 0.49 ERA. The, the Rangers suck. Kind of picking up where he left off last yeah, he year. He was great at the end of last year. Honestly, I thought Lance Lynn was done. Lance Lynn has not been very good. Nope. He's a super streaky pitcher. Right now, he's just hot. So give him some credit. He's been good. Yeah, I watched Brandon Woodruff pitch for the Brewers last night. Very good as well. Mm, okay. It's going to be interesting to see these pitchers, you know, because like, Scherzer's pitching well, sure. You know, hurt today. Uh, Walker Minor hamstring injury. Walker Bueller's pitching well, sure. Garrett Cole's pitching well. Again. Garrett Cole's pitching well. You know, the the studs are doing the stud thing. I'm really interested in this. Like, according to Yahoo Fantasy right now, the third best pitcher in the last seven days is Zach Plesac mm. for Cleveland. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was reading about him a little bit. Taewon uh, Walker had a seven had a seven inning shutout the other day. I was looking at uh, so I've been. Doing a little betting on baseball, it's really hard because I didn't do it last year, and I'm, like, trying to figure out kind of the right way to look at it. And I've been reading a lot of Action Network. Apparently, Zach Plezak's numbers are not sustainable according to, like, some of the advanced stats. Especially because we don't hit the baseball. He's getting very lucky, um, so there's some worry that he'll have some regression. But, hell, last year he pitched well, too. He came up. Damn Plezak's kid, by the way. He came up and was just, like, good, right? Not great, not sexy, but good. Also got him in MLB The Show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that was it sorry, yeah, sorry 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 i was just yeah i i put him in the minors as well I'm, I'm trying to get some better pitching arms in the minors that's great and if you know if the cardinals could play a game you know maybe 
Jack Flaherty would be good too. Yeah, maybe. But you know, he hasn't <laughs> pitched in ten days, so what's that? So uh, so uh, St. Louis. So your really good uh, rotations is not doing very well. No, it's my my rotation's doing fine. Okay, it's doing fine. It's fine. Is it doing as Mac, well as my rotation. Max Fried is killing it. Don't worry about it. My rotation's doing pretty well. Don't worry about it. Degrom is still the best pitcher in baseball. Yarborough was my first really bad. Do start you today. watch Jacob Degrom? He yes, is he's so, so good. stupid good right he's now. So good, he's good. All right, speaking of Jacob Degrom, we do have to slide into the Mets because that, my friends, is the must sh- must watch show of the year. I wasn't gonna. I, I got just nervous. mixing my words. I got right. nervous. The Mets are the must. So did Joe, don't yell. The must watch show of the year. And they have the best pitcher in baseball. We'll get to all that next on the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.